And we're back, Stripe Show Podcast. On a Tuesday, I'm your host, Travis Fulton. Thank you for making us part of your day. We come on here Tuesday morning. I look over my shoulder. And Jay Monahan, the commissioner of the PGA Tour, is addressing the media right now. State of the Union for the PGA Tour. Could be the most difficult State of the Union uh, that has ever been delivered by the commissioner because there's so much stuff happening uh, in, in the world of golf right now. We're on it, talking about it. Yesterday, Peter Costas, former CBS and analyst, was on with us yesterday. Really good one. I I, I found myself uh, really interested in what Peter was uh, laying down there in, in the way of the telecast and contracts and the way things used to be versus the way that things are now. Really interesting listen. Go Go check that out. But we got to turn the page, folks. We got to look ahead, in particular this week. See that logo behind me in the simulator? The Players. Used to be called the Players Championship. Now it's called the Players. To help me break it all down, fifth major, got to bring in the heavy hitter. There he is, beating the bookie with the smash GC framed in the back. Did you put that there on purpose for me? I did. I was paid to put it there, so <laughs> they know Travis is a big live fan. So I am a fan. I yeah. I, I watch it. I've given it a fair shake. Yeah, fair shake. You know, it's interesting. It's uh different different strokes for different folks. You know, so that's for sure. It's just like like in the uh, XFL and like in the NFL. You know, like it's too. Why not like both? You know, it's more to bet on for me. So yeah. Um, look, I'm going to make one comment and that's it. All right. On this, because I know you and I disagree on this a lot and I got nothing but love for you. I love your work. You know that, but I like most all those professional golfers that went over there. Right. And I have the utmost respect for all of them. They take the money, go do their thing. I get it. There's two things. One is, you know, they got to keep bringing up, the PGA tour, Pat Perez showing his colors. We're here. They're it's like, come on, just, you may just, just move on and play golf. Number two, if I was a player with live and I watched that telecast, I'd be like, what in the hell are we doing here? Like, how are we presenting this product this way? I mean, that was embarrassing. I mean, I have a hard time taking it serious. That's my problem. That's it. I have a hard time watching that product and the way it's being presented and taking it serious. That's it. It's no slide on DJ. I love DJ. It's no slide on Cam. I love Cam. It's no slide on Joaquin Neiman. I love Joaquin Neiman. Now you can have the rest of them. No, I'm kidding. I love Mito. Chase Kepka seems like a good kid. You know him. Chase is a good guy, isn't he? He's a good kid. Yeah. His yeah. dad, Bob. Fantastic. I've met him. Right, so there's there's all kinds of good people over there, but man, you can't present serious golf like that, or, or what they're trying to imply is serious golf. That's that's my only beef. It's like the 16th hole at the the waste management. You know, I mean, it, it brings in a different, you know, it brings in a different, uh, you know, a crowd. They're trying to get a different crowd. You know, like, you know, the old. P- you know, older PGA fans, you know, they, they, they nearly have a stroke when they see guys wear shorts on the, on the golf course. You know, they, they have a stroke when they see Justin Thomas wear, uh, wear, wear joggers. Right. So, uh, 
you know, I think people just have to, you know, the, the times evolve, you know, so people have to, they have to evolve at times. Okay. So that's a fair point. And that's a fair point. And I have stated many times, I have much respect for what they're trying to do in the team game. Much respect. Now, I think they got a long story to, to toll there, big time. Now, they may be committed. They got deep pockets. They have no problem operating at a huge loss. So that's their deal. But, um, you know, the, the, the team game very well could be the future of golf. I don't know that. I mean, maybe the next generation, that's what they want. So, yeah, I, I, I think they do a lot of good things. I think they need to look at how they're presenting the product. That's that's yeah. just my only beef to this point. Now, Players' Championship is presented by the PGA Tour. This is their flagship place. It's right down the road here from where I'm at. I've lived in this area for 21 years. I was the director of instruction at TPC Sawgrass for, no, I don't know, seven years maybe. Taught a lot of golf there. I played the golf course a lot. Beautiful place. Beautiful venue. Uh, the weather's going to be pretty darn good this week. Last year, remember, was a mess. Yeah, this terrible. year um, is going to be really good. I think there's going to be some spicy wind at times. I think Sawgrass is going to show its teeth a little bit. Um, the rough right now, I heard Russell Knox talking about it, is as long as he's ever seen it. They'll probably trim it down a little. Um, but I hope they leave the rough up. I hope the rough is a little penal. They're, they're, they went through a stretch where it wasn't. And I hope that it's got a little teeth to it. It can be gnarly here. Um, but the course is in great shape. And it, it should be it, it should be a great championship. I'm a huge fan of these elevated events. The players is always elevated. It's always one of the best fields in, in on the calendar year. Um, but I think we're set up here beating the bookie for a good one. What do you think? Yeah, the, I mean, TPC, it's always a great event. Uh, I mean, be, you know, last year, the last day was great with, you know, Cam Smith was literally draining putts from like 50, 40 feet, like just totally unconscious. Um, it's always a great event. I mean, last year, it kind of got dampered with the, the weather was just so bad for the first couple of days um, where guys who teed off in the afternoon had a complete advantage over the guys who teed off in the morning. So, mm-hmm. Um, I, I think actually the one player who actually, you know, came close to winning last year who played in the worst conditions was DJ. I think DJ would have probably won if he, if he got to play in the conditions that, you know, Cam Smith did last year. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, it's always a great event. It's, it's always, they always have the most betting options available. I believe you can watch every, every, uh, threesome at this event. Every group. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you, can. you can watch, you can watch every group. So it's, it's very accessible to to fans, so it's one of yeah. the most it's one of the most bet events of, of the year, and um, I'll certainly yeah. enjoy it. It's you know it's it's a good it's a good Florida event um, compared to like the Honda and stuff like that. So I'm um, just looking forward to it. Uh, you know, the fifth major, although it's it kind of reminds me of the Australian Open uh, for tennis this year with no Djokovic, um, but. Uh, you know, there's plenty of plenty of firepower there. I, I think it's a little wrong for them to advertise JT as the defending champion, <laughs> but um, I think there's plenty of firepower there this year. So we should we should have a nice tournament. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. And when you when you look at this course and you look at this tournament, the first thing that comes to mind with this tournament, and you go through the champions. You mentioned Cameron Smith last year. Keep in mind, Cameron lost 5.2 strokes off the tee. 
last year. <laughs> and I, I can remember vividly, you go back to this show, it might've been you and I, and I talked myself out of Cameron Smith for that reason. I was like, I, I think Cameron's a guy, I'm just not sure about off the tee here with him. And I talked myself out of it. I can remember it like it was yesterday. And so I elected someone else. I think I was on DJ. And sure enough, Cameron loses 5.2. Now you lose 5.2 off the tee. You're not winning golf tournaments usually. Now, to your point, he was 11.1 putting positive. Yeah. He made everything, everything. It was ridiculous. So JT won 21. Uh, it was canceled in 20. I remember that like he was yesterday. I was standing on the 11th tee. Um, I want to say like Cam Smith had like one of the rounds last year. I want to say maybe he had like 19 putts for like 18 holes or something it, crazy it, like it that. It was insane what he was doing with the putter. Insane. And 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 like he's not going to run at that clip. But Cameron Smith is one of the best putters in the world. So you were surprised, but not that surprised because he's yeah. just that good with the flat stick. And he's a resident here. Rory won in 19. Webb blitzed the field in 18. Won by four strokes. Siwoo, remember, blitzed the field by three. Jason Day blitzed the field by four. We've had some runaways here. Um, And then you go Keimer, Woods. Yeah, you get down into like KJ Choi won here. Tim Clark. Uh, My former student, Fred Funk, won here. That was awesome. You've had some, you know... Short hitters, you've had long hitters. You've had guys that come in on good form, miss the cut all the time. You got guys that have no track record whatsoever here, play great. You've had guys that have played great here, then miss the cut. Like it just, none of it makes sense. You know, there's just so much up and down here and you just kind of depends on, in many ways, it feels like how the ball bounces sometimes, you know, a little bit here and, and, and how you hit the the tea time splits and things like that. So I've just kind of, I kind of see the board a certain way, and I'm just going to stay consistent with that. Um, and I, I'm not going to look too much into this one from a, a, a statistical standpoint like I might in some of the other ones. Now, I'm certainly going to throw out last week because I was a mess last week. My picks were shit last week so i'm i'm just moving on from that you're gonna have those weeks yeah i think you can throw out like last year's results also because the weather was so bad yeah i mean i'll, I'll never forget it it was the first hole after they came back from weather delay i think the winds were like 40 50 miles per hour and they had i, I believe it was brooks kepka justin thomas and rory on 17 and they all three hit it into the water first three shots uh, or it was Morikawa, Rory, and it was Brooks, Morikawa, and JT. Yeah, and all, th- all three hit it into the water, like not even close to the green. Yep. So that you know, that's like when the best players in the world can't I do that. that. I mean, the the weather was just it was brutal, bad. brutal. I always go to I, there's a there's a setting in Fantasy National Golf FantasyNational.com that I, a website that I use, and you can go to the last five tournaments the last five events at this particular venue, right? So the last five players, and you can look at a cumulative strokes gain. So you know who's played, and then this speaks to this speaks to this championship perfectly right here. Ready for this? So who do you think? So here, here's the list of the top 10. Ready? 
that have played the best here over the last five years. Because usually when you do this, you know what the, you know what the list says? John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, right? Like you just get the usual suspects. But here they are. Keegan Bradley, number one. Tommy Fleetwood. Adam Scott. Justin Thomas, Webb Simpson, Siwoo Kim, Jason Day, Corey Connors, Alex Noren, Ryan Moore. You have to go all the way down. Finally, you get to John Rahm. And you, you know who's under John Rahm? Doug Gim. Now, he's only played twice here. And then Joel Damon. I mean, it's like. I had the first three guys written down, so. What? Um, so, yeah. that just speaks to it. Now, this course, a few things. One, you hear about the visual intimidation. It's real. Pete Dye's a master at it. He's a master at short courses. He's a master at intimidating you in which way the T markers point, in which way the angles, in which way the fairways are angled. Um, you have to strategically know how far you're going to hit it, how much you want to bite off into these angles, into the fairway, because they will shorten up on you in a hurry. And then he's a master from there on making you hit a completely different shot on your approach shot. So you may have one that kind of, you need to kind of see it moving left or right off the tee, and then one that needs to go the other way into the green. And so he kind of, he makes you think you need to do that. And when really you probably don't, you can just play your shot. But the visual side of that, oftentimes is difficult. There's a lot of tee shots. You stand on the tee and it doesn't even look like the fairways out there. <laughs> you know I mean? It's just like number one is such a weird look. It does. It, it just looks like the fairway is so small and you have more room than you think. And you just, I have a hard time lining up there. Five, you're down here. It's uphill a little, then it dies off to the right and then back downhill again. You can see a little sliver of the fairway and it looks like there's just nothing there. Um, nine is a beauty, the par five. You know, you can bust it down the left side, but if you try to bite off too much and you spray it to the right, it's in the water. Um, I, I think they're the four best par fives in golf collectively. When you take... All four together, I would put those four up against another collection of four on any course. Nine's a beauty. Two's definitely a birdie hole. It's gotten tighter, though, in the way those trees have been built up, and you gotta, you have to hit a draw. You have to. He demands it. You got to hit a draw there. Um, and then 11's just a beauty. I mean, 11's just red ass off the tee, and then you get up to the top, and it's just this fantastic second shot with this green that sits on an angle with water on the right, a bailout to the left. That's no, that's no bar. I mean, it's just fantastic. And then, and then 16 speaks for itself as it takes you into the stadium and they want you to be able to make an Eagle or a bogey, right? Depending upon how aggressive you want to be, which leads me to my final point. And I think it speaks to this wide range of players is I do think Pete Dye gives you options that you can, all right, you want to play aggressively and push it up, go ahead. But you can also play this course more conservatively. And so how conservative do you want to play it? Or do you want to get more aggressive and try to push it up? And, and I think it's just a brilliant layout from that standpoint because there are options and it speaks to the wide range of players that have played well here. So that's just kind of my two cents. Yeah, I mean – what is it? Eight hundred dollars for a round for uh, six, six hundred. So I mean, I would hope it's very nice. You know, it's a yeah, quite right. the costly penny. But um, yeah, that's the, the that's the dilemma with golf as always. You know, do you play it safe and 
go for the safe shots or do you try to win it, you know, and, and have some hero shots. You know, I find, I find that happening to me every time I, you know, I play golf, you know, you, you yeah. hit it, you know, under the tree and, you know, do you punch it out or do you go for the hero shot over the tree? You know, yeah. like, um, so, you know, that's always the number one dilemma in golf, but you know, these guys, they're pros, you know, and we saw, we saw a guy like Kurt Kitayama manage a, yeah. manage the course well enough on Sunday to win it. So um, I think there's, there's plenty of guys we know that will manage the course well. And then there's guys we, t- we know will take risk, you know, like the Rory's, uh, the Rams, uh, J- JT stuff like that. So I think it'll be an interesting week. Bay Hills is Bay Hills, a different mentality. You can settle in there and know that you have to grind because they, you know, that it's not going to get past 10, 11 under, like, it's just, you're going to have to grind. So you can come out of there shooting 70 and feel okay here with, if the winds are light, like, you know that, okay, I don't have to be overly aggressive. I can play my game, but I do think there's just that temptation to maybe try to be too aggressive, to, to want to be aggressive. Right. And to feel like I've got to get it to four, five, maybe perhaps settling around two or three. It just feels like there's more of that temptation here where at Bay Hill, it's, you can just settle in and you know, you're going to take some punches. Like you're going to, like Kitsuyama, you're going to make a double, right? And, and, and he did. And then he made a triple and he was able to bounce back from that. Fortunately, because none of the big names, many putts coming in. So that was just, that was interesting in itself. All right. So, We've got our top three guys, and we've got some we've got some win tickets for you guys here, and some in some top twenties. Um, so our top three every week: McElroy, Shuffler, and Rom. They're all right there, nine, ten, eleven to one. Um, I I have a feeling I know who you're going to say, your boy from Spain. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> I don't I'm not know taking you already more. I'm not taking John Ron this week. I mean, his, oh. okay. you know, he he hasn't really played well on this uh, you know he hasn't won east of ohio on the pga tour so okay um you know rom i had him for the first round later last week at 20 to 1 and we hit that and i also had him to win the tournament and uh, three units to beat rory and the first day i'm feeling like i'm on top of the world we hit the round one leader and then rom just he gave an interview where <clears throat> he was talking about the course conditions and how difficult they were and it's just like I feel like he was mentally defeated after the second day. And then it just was like a spiraling downfall after that. So I don't like, you know, what I was hearing from him uh, last week. So uh, I'm going to pass on Rom this week, although I will take him for the first round leader. But as far as to win it, I'm not going to take him, um, you know, this week. I I will take, you know, I will do a change and take Rory, though, uh, plus 900 at DraftKings. uh, Okay. You know, I think right. with how how Rory lost that last week, I think, you know, this is this is the one tournament you know to win, right? Yeah, uh, he won. You know, he's he's salty how he lost last week. Uh, at one point, he was the minus one thirty favorite when he had that ten footer left on eighteen for birdie, and he he missed it. Um, so I think Rory, you know, he's done a lot of talking, and I think this week uh, he he wants to get it done. So you know, it's interesting when he won the players, he finished. 0.7 positive in strokes gained putting. His driver and irons were just elite. And, you know, his putter's been chilly again all of a sudden since really he hasn't putted well 
he hasn't putted well all year, calendar year, um, in the, in the three events that he's played here. So that scares me a little bit, but we know that he can turn it on and we know that he can elevate. Like you said, he looks tired to me. Just watch his press conference. He's taking on a lot off the course and it's amazing really that he's able to, to finish second at Arnold Palmer. You know, I know when I get tired, like I don't want to get a haircut. I don't sleep well. Bags under my eyes. I'm like, all right, just a couple extra cups of coffee. It's kind of what I, that's what I see right now with Rory. So he's like, it's not peak Rory. Um, but if the putter wakes up, he can win by four. I mean, that's just, that's his, that's the deal. Like if the putter wakes up, Rory can win this event by four or five. And so for that, I'm taking Rory. <laughs> yeah. Right, so I, I'm with you on Rom. I'm not betting Rom here. So of the three, I think we're aligned with Rory. Take me now into the next tier. Right, because we've got does Cantley, Thomas, Homa, Morikawa, Shoffley, Hovland interest you at all? Yeah, I like Justin Thomas. Okay, at plus nineteen hundred at FanDuel. Um, you know, JT, uh, his putting's been off as well. Um, yes, his, you know his putter has not looked great, but you know JT is a, a JT is a player, and he even said it on a full swing. Right, he he. He hated to admit it on full swing, but even he admitted it that, you know, the big tournaments are what he plays for, right? And I think the players, you know, being one of the the second, you know, champion two years ago, I think this is one that, you know, he loves to play for. Mm-hmm. Um, so I like Justin Thomas at a plus 1900. And when he won the players, he, I don't think he putted great either. I think he was like positive one somewhere in there. It wasn't, I think it was more of his ball striking. So, but you're right. There's a few guys that can elevate, right? And JT elevates. He likes the big stage. 21st at Arnold Palmer was really clunky around the greens on the green. But he's just kind of, it just feels like the wheels are spinning a little bit with him right now, you know, and he's waiting for the wheels to catch the ground and, and go which you know it's coming. It's it's going to happen. It's just when. Yeah. And I like this range and I'm going to I'm going to I really like what I'm seeing with Cantley 68 on Sunday at Arnold Palmer was an excellent round of golf. And I I think Cantley your boy uh at 16 to 1 I'm very interested in, and and now I just feel like I'm. I feel obligated that I have to stay with Morikawa. Um, mm. You know, so then that been scares so it. bad. His chipping has been so bad. You know, well, so, wait a minute now. Wait a minute. Yeah, like you know, and I I, I like Cantley, but he his history here is not is is not very yeah, good. Throw that out know? the door. So. I mean, I, I can show you lots of examples. Rory, T6, miscut. Win, miscut. Yeah. Like it, just, it just doesn't make any sense. Um, but he's been playing well. He's been playing consistent since, I think, the Amex. So um, I, I do like where Patrick's game is right now. No, he's playing good. He's coming into form. Patrick's coming into form. So I, I really like Cantley a lot here. Uh, you know, Morikawa, I'm, I'm, you know, like he was he was second at Century, third at Farmers, miscut at Waste Management, sixth at Genesis, miscut at Arnold Palmer. 
this this should be a great spot for me. He, he doesn't have to, you know, he don't have to bomb it off the tee. Just his irons can go to work. Um, and and but to your point, like his his short game, it hasn't been it hasn't been terrible, but it hasn't been great. Okay, you're gonna talk me out of Morikawa, and I'm gonna I'm coming for your ass if he wins. Okay, so you've talked Look, me he's, out. Of- he's a gamer. Morikawa. I mean, Morikawa. The thing about him is he's a gamer, especially especially in big tournaments. I mean. I think every time he's won a major, I've looked back at the major after and I said, How did I not bet him at 30 to 1 odds? Oh, or, I know. Oh, yeah. You know, whatever it was. So he's a gamer. It just, it, you know, kind of, uh, you know, how he lost the tournament in Hawaii, you know, where he blew that big lead. Um, that kind of still might be in his mind. Um, so Xander's the other one in this group. So, so here's mm-hmm. perfectly sawgrass. You ready for this? 2018, tied for second. You know what he's done in the last three players' championships? Missed Miss the cut. cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, he's all over I the place. I didn't explain that. Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. Like that can, happens all the time here. It doesn't even make sense. Yeah, but I think you can throw out like last year's results pretty much because yeah, yeah, the yeah, weather I, I was just so bad. So mm-hmm. basically, last year it just depended on what time you played at, right? Whatever your tee time was yeah. at. So I, I basically throw out last year's results, but. You know, like you said, Xander hasn't made a cut since 2018. So, though it's really, you know, we didn't have it in 2020 because of COVID. And you can throw out last year. So, it's almost like he's only missed, you know, two or three cuts. So, Morikawa, this is only his third players, too. So, let's give him a little bit of the benefit of the doubt there. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, Homa's in that group at, at 22. And Homa his record is cut T13. It's starting to feel like Homa, although he doesn't have the major championships of Morikawa, you know, it almost feels like Homa is now, he's definitely in that group. He he belongs in Morikawa, Shoffley. Yeah. I think JT has slipped down now to that group because he's not, you know, he's like think number nine in the world right now. So he's he's certainly not in the McElroy Scheffler Rom category, and Cantley's in that second tier. So for me, I think in this second tier group, and Hovland, I think you could put in there. You saw from Hovland what I have been fearing and talking about. Um, you know his ball striking's elite, but he just doesn't look comfortable. He just doesn't look comfortable around the greens. He he just doesn't. He he hits. He hits more shots around the green that are not PGA Tour caliber shots than anybody else. I mean, the shot on at, at Bay Hill on Sunday on the back nine, what was it? I can't remember. It was early, and he missed it just off the green, was in the rough, tried to go upstairs a little bit, and he just completely hit it over the green. I mean, just awful. Like, it almost looked like he dropped, he, like he dropkicked it. Yeah. Um. So it's just, it just doesn't feel good enough. And, and again, I go back to, I still think, I think he's searching right now. And I just, I don't like, I just don't like what I'm seeing from Hovland to win. Now, can Hovland finish in the top 20? Of course he can. I mean, the dude's elite. So is he going to beat a, an elite field down the stretch with that short game? Boy, that's, that's scary proposition to me. Fino hasn't played well here. Jason Day has, former winner at 30. I like Jason Day. Okay. You know, he's been playing a lot better. You know, like, you know, you've, you've talked about Jason Day a lot, but 
Um, he's got five. He's got five top tens and eleven events this season. You know, the twenty sixteen champion. He's got five top twenties and twelve events here. Yeah. So I like Jason Day. You know, to win it at thirty, and I like him a top twenty at plus one fifty. He's been playing consistent, and I think you know playing twelve events here. I think you know that's like with Matt Kuchar, right? That's experience that you can't buy, right? So, right. Um, I like Jason Day here. Top 20 is plus 150 and to win it at 30, 30 to 1. So It'd be a great story, wouldn't it? Jason Day coming back, winning the players. No, he's been, The comeback started a while ago, and, you know, we've been out in front of that. He He's played he's played great golf. He looks really good. He's going to win again. Um, it may not be an elevated event, but we'll we'll see. It's he He's on the right track. There's no question about it. So I'm going to jump back on Will Zaltoris here. I, I know that I've been kind of plugged into this camp. And I'm going to, you know, when you're just looking at raw talent and upside ball striking, I'll look past the bad putting week last week. I think he's, I think his putter has been really, really good and going the right way. You're going to have a stumble. He's he's ahead of schedule for all intents and purposes. So you talked me out of Morikawa, but I'm going to, I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Will. So I'm gonna add Will Zalatoris 35 to 1. And how great, how happy would the PGA Tour be if a young star like Will Zalatoris won? Yeah, I mean, I like Will. He's a you know, he's a great kid. Um and you know, he's been close so many times. You know, we've seen him in so many majors, you know, get second place. Um it would be nice. You know, to see him, you know, win this event for sure. Um, and I think Will's the kind of the kind of player like we saw last year, where you know a good finish here could get him streaking into the rest of the season. You know, um, and it's, majors are coming up, and we know Zalatoris is a major. He's a major yep. player, right? And yep. And this is the fifth major, they say. So, um, you know, I like I like Zalatoris to show up here. I do too. I, I think this is. I think he he gets his putter back. Um, he can, he can look, you get your irons going here and you can start to separate because it's not, you can, it's not long off the tee, just get it in play and then let your irons go to work proximity, give yourself a lot of looks and, and off you go. So I think this is, I think this will be a good spot for Will for years to come. And I'm going to, I'm going to jump on him. Now Hatton played good last week. He always does there. Can he win the Players' Championship? Sung J.M., can he win the Players' Championship? Matthew Fitzpatrick, man, what a roller coaster that he had last week. I mean, just kind of, you know, running in place on Thursday, put a good round together on Friday, five under, and then he just punched himself in the face on Saturday, and then he, you know, put some things together on Sunday. So, know what to make of Fitzpatrick that's that's one that I'm just like his neck injury I don't know I can't wrap my arms around Fitzpatrick right now is he is he ready to win the players I think I would bet Spieth first who I know hasn't played great here but just for entertainment purposes I want Spieth to be there I mean the guy is absolutely must watch tv I was I'll tell you a story real quick so Spieth, I was in the, um, I was at home on Sunday, and of course he he hits that wedge shot on five and makes. I mean, beating the book. Let me tell you something. The way that he hit that shot off the green, 
there's only a handful of guys that would probably try that shot. Mm-hmm. Now, how high he hit it, it was that was that was that was sick that shot that he hold. And so he misses the green, I think, on eleven. And I'm in the kitchen, and I can kind of hear Kurt Byram like, "Yeah, it's he's just off, you know, just missed the green." And then I'm hearing like he's getting ready. And so I'm like, I run in there to to watch him hit a short game shot. Like that's like because because you think in your mind that he's gonna he's gonna hold it. It feels like he's gonna hold everything off. Yeah, the better chance he does that than makes the putt. You know, from five feet. Damn. He should have won the he, he should have won the the API, but he can't. I think he he took the lead and then holes fourteen through seventeen he missed from like five feet, four feet, eight feet, and like five feet. Uh, so he just can't. You know, he used to be so, when he, you know, when he was winning majors and stuff, he, he was such a composed player, yeah. right? Like he always looked so calm and collected. And now he's visibly frustrated. Like he, he does this. He's exhausted. Like this, like all the time. So, I mean, it just, I, he needs a, I think he needs like a mental, co- I mean, I would be surprised if he, he doesn't have one, like a mental coach. No, you know? he's just fine. He's great TV. No, but I mean, he needs it for like, He's like America's answer minus the curse words of uh of Terrell Hatton, right? I think if you if we could mic Terrell Hatton and Jordan Speed up for one round together, it'll be must watch, must see TV. Yeah. Oh yeah. No, yeah, absolutely. Speeth is a is a trip. I mean, he is a he is flipping the coin, literally. Um, you know, I, I made that post on Twitter about his putting stance and how crunched down he was. And I think it's hurting him in the short putts. I do. I think it's hurt. I think he's hitting too many wipes. And it's interesting that he's he's doing that. It'll be interesting to see how what his stance looks like this week. But it's becoming mental on some of the short ones, so you, you lose confidence there. Um, I don't think I'll play it. As we get down into the bigger odds, I'm going to, you know, look, I, I see Siwoo Kim's name and I think back to when he won and you think about Siwoo's game, right? And you think about, okay, he's he's a very good ball striker and he's just an unpredictable putter, right? Like that's his deal. But when he does putt, his ball striking is good enough. And so I see Keegan Bradley and I, I feel like the same way. Although I think Keegan's a more consistent putter. Keegan can get on a heater with his ball striking and and can Keegan Bradley win an event like this? Yeah, I do. I think Keegan Bradley could. Mm, if easily. His, yeah, I do. So, so if I'm looking for a longer shot, I'll play Keegan at 45. Yeah, I definitely agree with Keegan. I mean, he, he's easily got the talent. We've already seen him win this year. He's got the talent to win. Um, So, you know, I would not be surprised one bit if Keegan won. Um, so I definitely agree with that. In this range, I took – I never bet this guy, right? I never okay. bet him to win ever, and he doesn't win ever. Uh, <laughs> so why but, are you playing him? You know, his fami- his familiarity here, um, he's been playing well lately. He's got three top tens and nine events this season. The 2015 champion, Ricky Fowler, I took him 60-1 to one at DraftKings. I, th- I took him plus uh, 250 for a top 20 finish as well. Mm-hmm. I think his his game's going in the right direction, right? We're seeing him; he's he's getting to the weekends and contention, right? Uh, and he seems to play the harder courses better. Um, he he plays the hard course as well, so um, I you know I like Ricky, okay, uh, plus six thousand to win. So, well, that would be 
an unbelievable story, comeback story for Ricky Fowler. I remember when he did when he did win the players, man, he hit some incredible shots down the stretch. He did get lucky on 16. I'll say that. That shot he hit on 16 hit that just past the bunker and it kind of kicked left rather than right and it went up there and that but you got to get those breaks. The shots he hit on 17 were insane. But Ricky's back. It's awesome to see. I mean he's playing really good golf. His iron game is trending. His putter is trending. I don't worry about a short game that much. Uh, he's he's back. Ricky looks good. That's good for golf for us to, to see him playing well. Uh, Corey Connors is a guy I talked a lot about last week. And just, you know, he saw him run up. the. You, you saw typical Corey Connors run up the leaderboard. There he is, ball striking. And then a couple vanilla chips that he needs to get up and down. And he hits him to like 12 feet. I mean, just what? Yeah. And he just a couple silly bogeys. And then he wipes one off the tee, penalty stroke, and off he goes. And, and look, what I, when I'm saying this, we're, we're talking about win tickets here, folks, right? We're not talking top 20s. We're talking about winning. And it, it's just like you when you watch this as closely as we do and why they don't win – it was typical Corey Connors. Like, if he gets it up and down, keeps the momentum going, now he's only one shot. Corey Connors' name is in that group of seven, eight unders down the stretch. Like, he's in that group, but he but he just can't prolong it, and it's it's frustrating. And it's, again, like Hovland, they're like 10 handicap types of shots around the green. They're just awful. Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know what he, – he just – it's the short game's not getting any better. Um, and it's a, it's, it's a head scratcher, um, down in here. Like, you know, Keith Mitchell's been playing pretty good. This not sure this is the perfect setup for him. Probably gonna take his driver out of his hands. And, and then you get all the way down in here to 75 to one and Sam Burns and, uh, Sam Burns, I think is going through his first really official slump as a pro right now. And, you know, I watched him on, um, PJ tour live a little bit. And, man, his feet are so far right, shoulders left. And he always does that a little bit, but it just looks like the wires are excessively tangled up. So Sam Burns has got some work to do, I think, to get um, to get him back on track. I, I even thought for a second maybe he was hurt. I reached out to some of my sources, and they don't think he is. So he's just playing some bad golf. He is hurt mentally, right? When you lose your confidence, I mean – if you lose confidence in your shot, I mean, if you lose confidence that you can play well, you might as well be injured because, you know, if if you don't think you can do it, I mean, it's it's tough to get out there and, to, you know, to do it because the second you hit a bad shot, it's going to creep into the back of your mind like, oh, like, ah, oh, man, it's, it's, you know, it's ending again, right? Like, like James yep. Hahn, for example, right? He's mm-hmm. He's been injured. You know, Jameis Hahn's been vocal about the PGA rule changes. He's been injured. Seems like a nice guy. He's, you know, he always gets Twitter fired up, right? The PGA hardos, you know, they get so mad at James Hahn. And he 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 put out a, you know, a note this week on Twitter that, you know, he was injured. Um, so he just letting people know, like, you know, he, he is older, but he is injured. So when he misses the cut in advance, like, just, you know, he he's feeling – He's basically feeling terrible going into the event, right? Mm-hmm. This is like, so like I would even if you're injured and stuff. I mean, you just you're basically throwing the the towel in early, right? Like, 
I would just be like, I would wait till after the event to say that, right? But you know, it seems like James Hahn's kind of given up on himself before he's even teed off. And I think, like it's Sam Burns, when you're playing so bad, after years of playing so well, you know, you, you know, winning so many events, it takes like a, a you know emotional toll on you, a mental toll. And I think a lot of these guys, you know, when they play poorly, it's uh, mostly mental because I mean, these guys, even when they're injured, they can still hit most of these shots. So yep. Um, I think it's mostly mental when these you know guys play poorly. So you start looking at guys like as we move down into the 80s. Harris English made a nice run last week. You're like, oh, maybe he's got some form here. He's missed the last three cuts at the players. Um, I like Thagal a lot here. I think this is a good place for him. And he's up and he's up and down. I mean, you know, like I I think I had him on. It was either Thursday or Friday. I mean, no, no, it was either Saturday or Sunday. He comes out three straight birdies. I'm like, I like here him we a go. lot here. Three straight bogeys. So he's he's up and down, up and down. Um, but yeah, you I, know why I, I like him here? I like him because he's a, he he can get hot with the putter. His short game is sick, and his iron game is really good. So his driver, he struggles, but all right. I I I I feel. I got a funny suspicion about Thigal this week. I'm definitely playing him in the top 20. We'll transition here. Okay. So he's my first top 20, Thigal. But I'm also going to play him to win. Just as I'm going to sprinkle a little there. Okay. As my, he's my, he's my longest shot on the board. He's at 80. I, I mean, if I had to pick of all my picks to win, I think I would pick Thigal. Not just from a financial standpoint, but I just think it'd be a fantastic story. Guy's awesome. Um, and what a great story. And I'll tell you, man, like his driver's gotten a little, is getting incrementally better. I think he can kind of hit some shots here where, like I said, he doesn't have to push it up as much because he can hit foul balls. And maybe I'm, maybe I'm too encouraged by what I saw with Cam last year, Mm -hmm. but his iron game is, is a strength. His short game is a strength. And I think his putter can go unconscious. And I think this is a good venue for him. He's only played it once. He missed the cut. So he's my longest shot on the board. So he's my first top 20. And I'm going to play Burns plus 280, even though he can't hit it out of a shadow right now. He's my boy. And I'm sticking with my boy through tough times. I'm sprinkling a little Bermuda Burns. Maybe I'll go, maybe this afternoon I'll go down and and pull him aside and, and just kind of cheer him up a little bit. Yeah, I I, <laughs> I can definitely co-sign th- the Thigala. Yeah, not Burns. Um, that's just that's just that's me being weird. So, but he's gonna wake but up. But Sam Burns is a. I mean, look, he's got. If we were talking on Monday and we said Sam Burns won, I wouldn't be like, I can't believe that, right? Like mm-hmm. we've seen Sam Burns win plenty of times where, yeah, it wouldn't be surprising, you know, if he won because three wins. We, he's wins. been a killer. I mean, he's been a killer. He's got yeah. that killer instinct. Bermuda just, Burns. I, we're back in the south. I just think he's lost the killer instinct lately. So um, it's, but you know. So that's a good point, beating the bookie. Because I want to, I want to validate that. When I reached out to my sources, and I asked, "Is he hurt?" and they said they didn't think he was. Both of them said that maybe he's gotten a little complacent since his wins. Now they didn't say that was exactly the case, but like. That's human nature. So perhaps he's 
getting the fire relit. I don't know that speculation, but um, look in the South on Bermuda, it seems like a logical time to kind of, you know, get some things ironed out because this is LSU kid, Louisiana, you're back, you're back home for all intents and purposes. Yes. So I mean, what do you got? Top twenties. I got uh, Max Homa top 20 plus 120 first. I like that. 13th year last year. Uh, he had a closing around 66 last year, so he got better as the tournament went on. Mm. All, I mean, also the weather got a little better, so that's not really a surprise. But Max Still, has been a great round. Yeah. Homa, to me, has been like a top five golfer in, in the world this year. I mean, he's he's been near the top of every leaderboard. Um, we've seen him play tough courses very well. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's, he's been very competitive. I think that fire is there right now. I think like he has all the motivation in the world right now. Um, so I like Max Homa plus 120. I like Keegan Bradley top 20 plus 210. Good. Um, I also took Keegan to win that uh, 41 to one. He got fifth here in uh, 2022, 29th and 21, 16th and 19, 7th and 18. And he has set a, uh, he has a top 20s and three or four starts this year. Mm-hmm. I think he's playing very consistent. So I like Keegan Bradley. And my one rule, if you're going to bet Keegan Bradley, is when he plays well, he usually plays well from the start. So I also took Keegan Bradley at 55 to one to be the first round leader. Um, and then I follow Keegan up with, uh, I took Jason Day plus 150. Obviously, we talked about them. He has five top 10s and 11 events this season. 2016 wow. champ, five top 20s and 12 events here. Uh, so that's Jason Day, top 20, plus 150. Uh, I took Tommy Fleetwood, top 20, plus 350. And much like Keegan Bradley, the rule is if you take Tommy Fleetwood, you got to take him for the first round. I took Tommy Fleetwood, first round leader, at 75 to 1. You look at Tommy, you know, he's played six events here. He has two top 10s, three top 25s. Um, His first round scores, three of his last four times were 65, 66, and 69. I Mm. believe two of those times he had the low round. Um, So I like Tommy, top 20 plus 350 and first round leader at 75 to 1. Then I just finished with a guy who I like to change on the bag with, you know, Bryson's former caddy. Kurt Kitayama coming in, coming off his win last week. He's never played here, but I think, you know, his caddy can give him the navigation around the course because he's got the the knowledge uh, to, to help him. So I got Kurt Kitayama plus 410 for wow. a top 20 finish. So he's a surging golfer. And sometimes I like to ride the high hand. He's been playing pretty decent this season. So yeah, he has. Um, I like the change he's made. And I think, uh, you know, winning at the API will only – increase his confidence in himself so now he knows he can win and we've seen this before right like with scotty scheffler last year once a guy a guy a guy finds out he can win it they win a couple right they, they win in bunches mm-hmm. right so i'm not saying he's gonna win it but i definitely like kirk kitayama plus 410 for a top 20 finish yeah i love the homa love the bradley I'll just add Burns and Thagala for mine as two other ones to kind of throw a little sprinkle on. But, yeah, a lot of alignment there, really, when you look at it. I was just looking at who else has played well. It's just interesting, just the run of a couple good ones, a couple miscuts. 
Good one, miscut. Miscut. Good one. I mean, it's just, it. you know, there's just so much volatility here. It's unbelievable. Um, and, and, and the margins are thin. And I think you have options on how you want to play this place. So play it aggressive, play it conservative. I forgot Will. This is his third time. I was thinking it was his second. Zalatoris 21st and T22nd or T26. So a couple top 26s in his first two. Um, well, there you have it. There's um, some things to chew on there for the Players' Championship. I had a couple some of first-round leaders. First-round leaders. My bad. I, I, t- I took, you know, since I didn't take Rom for the tournament, I took him to win in that. Pl- I, I took him first-round leader plus 2,500. 2, Just Rom. like every, when, when Rom wins, he comes out hot. Except yeah. for last week, this is like the one one off. Yeah, that was bizarre. It was. He just meant it. Bizarre. I think it was, I, I think he was embarrassed how he played on Friday, and then he just got frustrated. And we've seen him sometimes. His frustration got the best of him. So, mm-hmm. um, I like Rory at twenty two to one because Rory he comes out firing a bunch. Um, I took Shoffley at plus forty five hundred just for value right there because. He's taken down the round leader plenty of times. And then just the two others I already talked about, Keegan Bradley, 55 to one, and Tommy Fleetwood, 75 to one. So okay. I like the Fleetwood though. I mean, yeah, he, he's, he seemed to have beat me here about twice when I had a guy in second place for the round lead. So I'm finally going to bet Tommy this year. I don't know if he can last the full week, but first round leader, I can definitely see Tommy Fleetwood more likely to win that than the full tournament. Shoffley, um, not getting a lot of respect on his name here. Comes in, let's see, 33rd at the Genesis, 39th at the Arnold Palmer. So he, he, you know, he, of course, Xander got the win at the Genesis last year back in July, and then he had the Travelers. It was, it was back-to-back Travelers, and then the Genesis Scottish Open. Then he went 15th at the Open, so he, He's looking to he's looking to get his engine started here too. I think he's probably a little frustrated, perhaps in the last couple of weeks. Played okay at the way or top ten at waste management. Um, you know these guys want to win, right? They, you know, it's you know top ten, but you know obviously it's hard to win. But they, you know, if they're not winning, then they they want to be in the top five. You know that's the way they see it. So they start slipping down in the thirteenth and twentieth, and like you know a lot of guys will sign up for that. Um, the margins are thin. I get it, but Xander certainly not hitting on all cylinders right now as well, but this tournament, it's, uh, it's, if there's one tournament, that's just really difficult to wrap your arms around. It's, it's this one and it's all because of the golf course. I think the weather's going to be pretty good. Um, you know, high seventies, but I do think there'll be some wind kicking up here and there chance of rain Friday night. I think that's going to blow through though early Saturday morning and then sun and then Sunday it's going to cool down but for the most part the sun's going to be out this will be it'll uh it'll be a it should be a really good tournament present itself well and uh, I'm hoping uh man I'm hoping like just like we've been seeing these elevated events last week was great just you know, there were so many guys you know right there eight seven yeah. I'm hoping else. that I'm hoping they just you know, we haven't had any weather delays in Florida so far for the Florida leg, but somehow the last two tournaments, we couldn't finish the round in time. So 
I'm hoping these guys finish the first and second round yeah. on time. Otherwise, it just screws up the odds for the next round. So hopefully, no- hopefully some guys can get in there like under five hours. I know that might be asking a lot, but I'm just looking forward to guys finishing up on time this year. There's just there's no excuse for that. There isn't. You got you got to get it in. All right, beating the bookie. There he is, Players Championship. We bring him in. Thanks for being here.